Hey, welcome to the Agency Blueprint, the podcast for agency owners looking to explore strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, business coach and contract CFO to agencies. To download a free copy of my international best-selling book, The Agency Blueprint, go to creativeagencysuccess.com. Hey everyone, I wanted to talk to you today about something that I find to be really important, but does tend to be generally lacking in a lot of agencies that I meet. Have you ever experienced having worked very hard on a project or even worked very hard on a number of projects over the course of a month only to see your financial report at the end of the following month or in the middle of the following month to find out that you weren't profitable or that you made very little money? And that has to be and is extremely exasperating working so incredibly hard and realizing that it's not really working is just tiring and frustrating and something that no agency owner wants to experience. You want to be able to see you're growing in revenue and you have everything that seems to be starting to go well and then you get reports that show you that you're really not doing well. Or even worse yet, you don't even know this for months and you've been operating for months realizing you're either losing money or making very little and you've been working at this for months and you're not really sure how to make adjustments. So I wanted to talk to you about reporting and different types of reporting that allow for you to really be able to monitor your agency. My mindset around this is that if you have the right reports that allow for you to really be able to see everything across your agency from the financial perspective, operations, to sales and marketing, you'd be able to see what is actually happening with your agency, not actually have to be involved in what's going on. And it allows for you to be able to see what's going on from the entire agency holistically without even having to engage with the people that are there and being able just to see what's going on and hopefully having the right managers and leaders in place that allow for your agency to really be able to operate on its own and you only have to come in when you see things going off track and want to make adjustments. So one of the first important things um, to be able to start setting up a really robust and effective reporting system is figuring out what really needs to be reported on and the frequency by which it needs to be reported on. So Agencies that that sometimes when I come into agencies and I look at the reports that they're looking at, some of the information may be important, but presented in an odd way, presented in a way that doesn't really allow for it to be effective or useful, and making sure that you have the reporting in place that allows for it to really be able to drive the result home that you're looking for. And that result is you're able to see something that's going off the rails before it even happens from the entire way across the board from even just projects going off of KPI for your clients or projects going past due to financial things not being where you want them to be to cash flow not being where you want it to be and even to sales and marketing being able to see things six months three months a month in advance depending on how long your sales cycle is to be able to see how things are really performing in a sales and marketing perspective as well and ultimately whatever you can do um, to automate it. I'm going to tell you a a little bit of a story um, of me on a trip to Japan and what I did on a plane. If you know me personally, you know that I tend to take an Ambien or some type of sleep aid when I get onto a plane. 
and I did this just same way I always do um, when I got on this flight to Japan. I think it's somewhere around 16 hours. And I slept for probably the first 8, 10 hours or so on the plane. And then I woke up and wasn't able to sleep anymore, which, I mean, that's fairly normal. But um, I do tend to sleep even on those long-haul flights. And on this particular flight, I started looking at something online. And I think I saw an advertisement uh, for Office 365 Power BI. And on this flight, I started reading into it. I watched a couple YouTube videos and found out what it was all about. And what I ended up discovering in this um, tire and this research that I was doing um, on Power BI was that it could take information across so many different platforms and um, be able to aggregate the data from all of your sales data to your financial data to your operational data. And it really didn't matter the source. You should be able to build either a KPI, um, an API, I should say or build a report that you can just extract from that system and upload into Power BI and allow for you to have continual data that allows for you to be able to monitor it in a real way. And it's really cool because you're able to filter things, be able to analyze things, be able to really be able to use your data in a different way. So fast forward a couple years now into me utilizing this system in pretty much every facet of my own business and in a lot of my clients' businesses as well, providing them with dashboards that allow for them to really be able to utilize their data and their information to be able to really be able to make some pretty amazing changes by being able to have data in front of them from taking things from having an average of four to five days overdue to having everything done at least a day ahead of time to being able to grow agencies 3, 4, 10x in revenue by monitoring their marketing and sales departments, to being able to really vastly increase their profitability by 36% or more. And it's just a phenomenal piece of software that I absolutely love. And one of my favorite pieces about it is that it's pretty automated because even if you don't have a direct API, you should be able to just download a file, upload it, into Power BI and have um, an aggregate of the data of all the reports that you've done before and all the reports that you've now uploaded and being able to see it in a real way that allows for you to be able to, to manage it. Um, the, one of the things that I also think is really important about this type of system is start stopping hiding information from your team. The thing that I really believe about data and information is that it's key to have it in the right people's hands so that they can action the information. What I see so incredibly frequently is that information is held away from team members at an agency because of whatever insecurity the executives or the owner of the agency has. And what it ends up doing is it really ends up stifling the ability for the agency to be able to do things on its own or managers to be able to do things on their own and be able to really drive the agency forward. I really truly believe in the power of your entire team and when you have everybody working towards the same goal, driving your agency to the same goal, you really be able to increase the, effective, the effectiveness and the speed by which you're able to grow. So one of the things that I, let's start to get a little bit more into the details of reporting here for a moment. And so when you start really being able to and just sitting and I'm a, a really avid person of sitting with a pen or paper, or your iPad and a, an Apple, Apple pencil and just writing down your thoughts and starting to just flush things out and know 
uh, idea is a bad idea, just write everything down and then we can flush out things afterwards. So just starting to write down all the different things, both input metrics and output metrics. So input metrics are going to be the actions and the output metrics are going to be the results that that activity does drive, making sure that you have both from every single facet of your business. And ideally, you want to be able to have this a, a fairly reduced amount of metrics that are really the key indicators of what's actually happening so that if you need to do and dive a bit further down, you can. So you want to start looking at things from and start thinking about um, things like uh, a scorecard or a KPI report that's for an executive level team and specifically for you as the agency owner is having information that allows for you to see each department maybe three to five kpis that allow for you to really be able to understand how that department's functioning and how well it's doing and then from there you have additional data that would be deriving those different kpis your input and output metrics that if you wanted to look to see what was happening and why those kpis were the way they were that you're able to dig a little bit deeper so you want to think about it in you having this executive level report and then you have your managers with a more detailed report and then all of the team members that are actually actively working on all this work, they have an even more detailed report that shows their individual KPIs and how they actually fit into the overall goal and how that goal is actually, um, how that's tracking and how their activity does. This does a ton of things and I don't want to get too deep into the weeds of this particular topic, but what we have found in the recent decade is that the more that you actually show your team how they're contributing to the wider company and how they're contributing to their colleagues actually makes them have a significant amount of increase in engagement. So this even helps increase engagement. Having KPIs in front of people really is a good thing and not a bad thing. And I know that people shy away from it because they feel like they're maybe over monitoring or they've got big brother, but that's really not how people tend to receive having KPIs and understanding how they're being measured. Moving to one of the most important aspects of an agency if you're looking to scale is sales and marketing. And I wanted to just give you some ideas of things that you should be um, recording and, and how you, um, what types of KPIs you want to be looking at. So from a sales and marketing perspective, some of the items you want to be looking at is a, some way of measuring your lead scoring and how the leads are actually coming in. So the web traffic, your conversion on your landing pages to click through rates and open rates on emails, all of those different types of measures for how you're generating leads and how many leads are actually coming in. So lead count and volume over the last week, last month, what the goals are and understanding how that directly contributes to revenue. So if I get 100 leads, that means I'm going to get how many opportunities and how many opportunities are actually going to close and what is my average uh, value of a new client so that you can understand the value of a lead, you can understand the value of an open email, you can understand the value of an, an email click to a, a landing page conversion to an initial email coming in, you can understand the value of every single one of them because there is value, actual monetary value in every single one of those. You want to be able to measure your um, total number of sales qualified leads, marketing qualified leads, having an understanding of how many signed contracts and to what goal in new clients you're looking to accomplish and what your closure rate is, the cost of your customer or client acquisition, your overall, as I mentioned before, website traffic, your types of content and how many downloads there have been, 
how many webinars people have registered to, what your client churn rate is, what your reoccurring revenue is on a monthly, annual, or quarterly basis, depending on how it is you have your reoccurring revenue set up. And if you're not in reoccurring revenue, this wouldn't really apply to you. And you just want to understand really all across the board from what your conversions are on every single level of your marketing funnel and just seeing under and understanding what is actually going to contribute to everything and even just what your primary source of new clients are, what your conversion rate is by, by source as well, because you'll start to see the way that you sell depending on the source of that lead does actually make a difference and making sure that you understand the level of how warm that client or that, that prospect is when they come in and making sure that you have a really good understanding of how things are, are working there. When looking at um, the overall business and operations, you want to be thinking about a couple things. Um, so you want to make sure that you have an understanding of the total amount of administrative time versus the amount of billable time that your team is currently activating and what it really looks like and understanding utilization rates. And I'm actually saying this um, sort of differently than the vast majority probably think that I'm, I'm suggesting. The vast majority of agencies are looking to be at an 80-85% utilization rate. I am a firm, firm believer that that is too much and too high and that you want to give your team the space to be able to be creative, to be able to think outside the box and really be able to help your agency grow. I'd much prefer to be billing higher rates and having lower utilization so that I can keep my team longer and have happier uh, talent. I mean, because realistically speaking, that is what we sell in this industry is we sell our team's talent and it's extremely important that our team and that our talent is happy and if they're working at an 80 85 percent utilization which realistically speaking if you really understand and look at how they're working that means that they're working a substantial amount of overtime in order to make it work that way or they're just extremely stressed out if they're not working overtime so that's not a good way to manage a team and it isn't a good way to retain employees either you want to be able to take a look at how much time your management is spending directly on training and managing the team or implementing new things that allow for the department to uh, be better and how much time they're actually spending on client billable work. My opinion is as you get to start to get to senior leadership, they really shouldn't be working on anything billable. Their jobs really are managing their team and making sure that the team is working as effectively and uh, efficiently as possible. You want to have understanding of total overtime as well that's actually being worked so that you can try to see where it is, why it's happening, and minimize that. And then looking at just direct project management stuff like how many tasks are overdue, how many projects are overdue, what your time accuracy is across the team, meaning how accurate it is being put in on that same day. More frequently than not, if you are me measuring time, you have your team members inputting time a week later, two days later, five days later, even sometimes two weeks later or a month later, and that's just not accurate whatsoever, and it's not really going to be useful information. You want to have an understanding of project profitability, understanding what you actually intended to spend in hours and in money, and how that actually ended up working. So having full budget versus actual, and then resourcing uh, utilization across the entire team. So making sure that not only do you understand what happened, but what is going to happen from a billable perspective of how much time someone is going to be allocated for a project moving forward so that not only are you watching what has happened, but watching what's going to happen from a project management perspective.
and then gonna finish up with a couple financial metrics that are really important um, from the amount of your AR open balance, the amount of overdue AR that you have, accounts payable, same thing, total balance, and amount overdue, if any, and then total uh, revenue, current revenue, and goal that you have for the quarter for the year, um, total amount of reoccurring revenue that you have, the increase or the amount of net profit, net profit margin, the amount of profit per customer, your average hourly earning, making sure that you have an understanding of what your runway looks like. I think that in the past um, year, year and a half, we've learned quite a bit about making sure that cash is available to maintain the business. And I'm going to quickly kind of go off into a thought process around cash flow. I know that a ton of agencies really manage cash flow by their bank balance and not really projection. Please, please have an institute some sort of cash flow management process within your agency there's so many businesses and not just agencies but so many small businesses that go out of business while even profitable because they're not managing their cash flow cash flow is so extremely extremely important and i know that many businesses learned about cash flow management this past year and if you haven't really haven't instituted an ongoing cash flow management process reporting process at the very least you should be doing some sort of report of a 90 or 120 day cash flow projection on a monthly basis if you're not it's something that you really need to do to make sure that your business is going to survive and I, I hope that this um that all the things that i've been giving you as far as ideas have sparked some ideas and the things that you should be doing and looking at at your agency again it's so incredibly important the difference between an agency that's Utilizing reports to be able to build themselves and grow themselves and make changes is just so, so starkly different. Though The agencies that are, are the ones that are the most profitable, the ones that are earning the most by the hour, the ones that are most effective, the ones that are most efficient, the ones that have the best retainage on their talent, that then are doing some of the best work as well. The ones that really want to utilize this information also, I know, are the agency owners that sleep the best at night as well because they're not nervous about how their business is functioning. They actually know because they have their finger on the jugular of their agency every single day. Thank you for joining us today on the Agency Blueprint Podcast. To find out more, go to agencyblueprintpodcast.com. For links mentioned in this episode, please check out the show notes. As always, go to creativeagencysuccess.com to jumpstart your agency today.